Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the virus bunker. And my partner and co-host of the show is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to do investigative reporting once again. But before we do that, Let's get real Indian. Sunrise, get braided up as my pain dries. No blood falls from the red sky. My lady singing that war cry. We'll break them up like mannequins. Look in the eyes, they panicking. I draped up in a bear hide. Being Indians with savages. So please check my status. Yeah. my canvas. And it might not take us back. I love that all day. That's right. You know we're coming when you feel the pain. I know I'm not supposed to say it, but that always wants to make me go crazy and kill white people. I know. I know that ain't right. I know that. <laughs> and on audio today, old blue eyes, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional engineer for the hard luck show. Look out, scary Sean music. What? Oh, blue eyes. He's programming himself. Here he goes. You know what? I prefer the Frank Sinatra blue eyes, to be honest with you. You know what? I prefer a whole lot of other stuff. I'm not into that at all, man. Sean, no more of that nonsense. Please. Nah, that's his. That's his fucking superpower. That's what he's all about. But Sean, can you change that superpower? Does it have to be that? Nah, man, that's that's my that's my jam, man. Oh, so that's your theme song from now on. That I mean, I he mean, he's got other for today. That's just for today. I think oh, he can good. pick. So that's over with. He could pick us some. Sure. Dude, I was listening to when we were doing the Still Dre Day, and we were rapping about Sean, and that was great. Yeah, man. I love that. Yeah, man. You What's owe the... yourself that, bro. God damn it, you man. Know, was it? funky it was other stuff. That's good. <laughs> was it Sean? Was it? Was that great? Was that great? Yeah. That's... We either go Dre Day with him, and then we just, you know, Dre Day, or we do uh, why don't old, you old do, Blue Why eyes, don't you uh... just pick? You okay, all right, I'll pick, I'll pick, you're right, that, you're right. right, Frank Sinatra. All right, here we go. Yeah, my way. Okay, here we go. Well, no, listen, old blue eyes, we could do a million of different ones. How about this one? How about, how about this? How about this? Old blue eyes, right? Jesus Christ, you know what? How come everything with old blue eyes takes forever Fly to get? Fly me to the moon and let me play amongst the stars. Let, let me send web lines like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, old blue eyes. What do you do? Sean. You got to lower that. What do you mean? That's just Sean. Listen, I'm going to do the Sean version. Ask me 
In other words, he's counting calories. Fill my heart with song. His wife flies off to India. He has an SUV with a kid seat in the back. In other words, so Sean, do you like that? He's a married old white dude that doesn't get any sex. Yeah. All right, so no, Sean, he do you does. like that better? Oh, come on. No. He doesn't like that. Now he's, now he's Sean, mad. Sean, do you like that song, though? <laughs> that, uh, um, Fly Me to the Moon? How's that? Yeah, I love the song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us another week, and we'll work, on, uh, we'll work on some more stuff for you, and we'll run it by you and we'll see what you think. All right? I love yeah. you, Sean. I love that. Blue eyes. I love yeah, blue eyes. <laughs> we got a guest on, yeah. We got a guest we from a Jupiter long, and yeah, Mars. Yeah. In other words. Yep. All the ways from Denver, Colorado. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What do you mean? He's actually He's in Denver. in Denver, Colorado. Right now. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. We have him aboard through in our, our the, special app. Vi- through the virus mm-hmm. like even though we i don't, don't even stop we don't stop we do this whether there's i don't know Did colorado sounds like one of those one of those states that's like trump country and they're trying to break free of the virus or something uh, yeah they don't they don't they ain't <laughs> tripping over there they're gonna get it out in no matter what in in colorado isn't that where they fucking had the weed opened up first that's true yeah, by the way they ain't giving a fuck about no coronavirus man so i have a very good friend you guys coming on the show today has been through quite a journey in his life he's going to share that with us very talented artist amongst other things i mean um let me introduce with no further ado you hear yeah, that beat you hear that's that beat? what i like right there come on come on come on without any further ado i'd like to welcome yeah what I'm walking in this yeah. world. Is that him? Yep. You hear that? Yeah, we welcoming in Dennis to the show today with yeah. the whole soundtrack. Yeah. Dennis, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Man, that's heat, man. That is heat. That's, the name of that song is called uh, Hit Us. Hit us. Listen yes, to that. Sir. Trigger happy. Trigger happy. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Sound like criminal. Sound dangerous. Dangerous element. You know what I like about that? What? It's not like this scary, like Halloweeny, like haunty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're right. on a motion picture. Yeah. Like, like a, shit's going down. You're like Yeah, like a like a little bit um not quite, like not not in the same, but a little bit like a horror. Yeah. A little horror aspect to that. Is that what you were going after, Dennis, in that? You, were you going after that kind of sound? And we can't hear him. How did we lose him? He's, he's on. He's he's muted. Oh, is he muted? Yeah. By me? You know what happened? You know what happened? My my all this. I'm sitting in front of like four screens, and they all just shut off on me. Damn. And then they came, and they and then they came back on. Because the NSA is listening, and they're trying to fucking hack us right now. Dennis, I'm trying to that, tell you, man. Was that now? Now it, it sounds eerie, kind of like what we said, kind of like a horror movie flick. You know, is that what, yeah, the, what yeah. you were kind of going after with that sound? Yeah. So so we're working on a, on shooting a video for that, and we're gonna use the. Uh, we're gonna use the uh, the old warriors, you know, the old warriors yeah. movie. Hell we're gonna use that. 
yeah, come out so and we, play. Yes, sir. We're gonna use that I, that concept and tie it in with the video. So oh, yeah, we wanted dope. it to sound we wanted to sound dark, dark, yeah. and eerie, yeah. and and creepy and all that stuff. You know, man, dude. Uh, what was the who, who, who's who, whose name did I hear you reference right in that part? Jackie Robinson? Did you oh. say? Oh yeah, yeah, Jackie Robinson. Yeah, you did say that. Robinson, right? Jackie Robinson, hit the front, blow the back out, Tommy Gun. Yeah, yeah, I like that, man. I like that. Damn, <laughs> yep. brother, you sent me some. You had sent me some good music, man. I peeped you out, man. You got a real. You know, you got a style that's uh, unlike a. You just got kind of like your own style, and then kind of, you know. You're gonna have to give me what's your what's your ethnic background? Give me your your, your my mom my mom my mom she she my mom passed uh five years ago but she was Mexican rest in so peace, her last man. name God bless yeah rest in peace mom uh my mom was Mexican her 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 uh, maiden name is Pacheco was Pacheco uh huh Pacheco okay but my so my my last name is Avila. A V I L A which Avila is a name of a town in Spain actually right so. Right. So I'm so I'm half half Mexican, half black. Okay. Everyone thinks I'm everyone thinks I'm Cuban, man. Hey, you right. Cuban? I went to Cuba. I went to Cuba a couple of years ago, and then I went to a Dominican Republic mm-hmm. last year, and they all thought I was from there. So the people would walk up and just start speaking Spanish to me. I'm like, sure. man, sure. I just know a little. I know a little bit of Spanish. That's it. Hey, did they ever think that you were trying to pretend like you were like you know mainstream and you didn't you weren't down with your heritage because you couldn't speak Spanish? Oh man, yes. What would they oh, say yeah. to you? What would they say to you? Because I get that shit they all sh- the time. They, they shake their head in disgust. And, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, man, you don't even know the story. And you're yeah. shaking your head. What you? Come on, man. I get yeah, the same thing because yeah. I'm American Indian, but in, uh-huh. in in Los Angeles, sometimes some of the um, Latinos think that I'm also. I look Latino too to some people, right? right. And they speak to me in Spanish, and I'm like, hey, I don't. I don't really speak Spanish, bro. I'm from America. I'm, I'm Indian. And they're like, what? You look like you got a, a cactus in your face, fool. How are you not going to tell me? You're lying. Why are you trying to be white? And I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm like, get out of my case, man. How did you and uh, Steve oh, yeah. How did you and Steve hook up, Dennis? Oh, we hooked up through a mutual friend, uh-huh. uh, Brett. Uh, Shout uh, out to Brett, Brett right Beck. now. Brett yeah, Beck. Yeah, Brett Beck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brett who? Yeah. Brett Beck. He's a trainer. A trainer mm-hmm. for he what? Boot camps, physical. Was you guys working out with this guy or what? Mm-hmm. He's a badass, yeah. bro. He's what do you mean? Like, he used to live here. He used to live in Denver, and I and I connected with him, and he was doing all the uh, infomercial and uh, fitness, selling fitness gear and all of this stuff. And I I connected with him when he was here. So this is probably man, this is like over fifteen years ago, twenty almost twenty years ago. And then you and Steve met or whatever. We met through Brett. Yeah. Right, but mm-hmm. then met through Brett. Brett, yeah, and then I don't. And then we have him on the show. What do you just like then? I'm asking you, mm-hmm. like, what the yeah, fuck? I met him through Brett. What the fuck? <laughs> no, but what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, what we fucked, okay? Jerked each, jerked each other off in the car. Fuck. And what I'm trying to get to is how the well, so you, so how does it come I, about? So I, I, spider, I say, get me a fucking drink. All right? How does it come about? <laughs> like you said, Brett tells you, I know a guy that'd be great for your show. You said, who is he? But I don't know what's going on. We start talking. <laughs> we start talking, man. All right, we start talking, man. He's talking the same language as me, mm-hmm. and starts telling me about Dennis. Man, bro, 
I heard your podcast and what you guys were doing. And he starts really asking me about incarceration and, and this. I and the see. game. I hey, man, see. I got a boy yeah. that does a lot of stuff. So me and Dennis start talking. Got it. Right? Got it. Dennis starts telling me about. Yeah. Now, this is over some time. Me and Dennis are. Dennis is communicating these stories to me and where he was at and what happened. I'm telling him about my life. Because, because, mm-hmm. because, and this is important, is because there's a lot of like prison shows out there. Hold on a second. Mailman. Yeah. Mr. Mailman. See that box that's underneath my desk right there? That's on, that man, box you, you were talking about. Remember that got misdelivered? Mm-hmm. Yeah, grab that. He's right, screaming so at the mailman. I'm right screaming now. at. I'm in my law offices nice right now, Dennis. By the way, being screamed at and abused. Nah, by he's not being abused. The guy asked me. I'm helping him out. Excuse my buddy. Do you want to get on the mic? Do you want to get on this podcast, mailman? I'm good. All right. All right. So, are you sure? All right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right, brother. Have Listen. a good day. <laughs> so, but my point is, is there's a lot of prison shows out there, right, on YouTube and fucking podcasts. And Steve and I, I mean. I, Steve really he listens to it and then he's like you know yeah, what this, this this ain't exactly this don't sound right they're talking about certain things and I can tell by the way some of these jokers are talking that they ain't really been there or they didn't do they what they're been to the joint yeah exactly so this is why I'm asking because then you and Dennis have a conversation and you both are able to establish like oh okay we got bona fides this is for real this isn't some trumped up shit are you asking whether I come on now come on bro I'm asking I'm asking for the listen. On anybody that isn't bona fide? Not at all. It's okay. just why. But 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 right. Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds listening need to know that we have a quality control okay, process. Okay, so what happens? Is, all right, thank please. You. Thank you. We we start going back and forth. <laughs> and we start talking. Yeah. And Dennis kind of very casually just starts sharing to me where he's at, yeah. what he's doing in yeah. his life, mm-hmm. and starts kind of taking me back through different things and i'm like man i'm on the phone with him i'm just listening to this story he's telling me and i'm like damn man like really and he's like hey by the way i gotta go but i'm gonna shoot you some music right yeah so then he shoots me this music and then he tells me the backup story and i'm like had this dude went through this and went through that and then started this and then had to do that and then came back and i was like this is a hell of a journey, Dennis. You got to be on my show, man. I need you to share this with, with my listeners. Right, so, Dennis? Is that about how it went down? Yeah. All right, so mm-hmm. Dennis. That, that's, that's it. All right, let's tickle our audience's ass with a feather right now. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. Okay, let's get, you Let know. get the feather. Yeah, get, get the feather, feather out. All right, here we go. <laughs> right, that's a pretty big feather, Dennis. Uh, you might yeah. poke, poke an eye out with that feather. Now. All right, now look. Dennis, tell us your worst day incarcerated. Just, I mean, visceral, tell us your worst day incarcerated right now. And then we'll back up. And yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, man. Worst day incarcerated. Let's see. Um, I'd say the worst is when, you, when you're on a, a whole week lockdown. Mm. Mm. A whole week lockdown, you have, you have uh, you know, you have riots, riots jumping off and you're on a whole week lockdown. Mm. And you're cooking on a hot plate, man. Did you ever get? Did you ever get (laughs) on a lockdown with some fucked up food? Like you didn't have much, and you had to stretch it out on a week or whatever. No, well, thank God, I I went, I hit the joint with money, so Mm. I had, so I got, I got locked up for selling dope. So they didn't get all. They got, they got most of my money, but they didn't get it all. Yeah, 
Right. So when I so when I got there, <laughs> when I got there, I had money on my book, so I made sure to make sure I was good as soon as I got there. So what was your what was the best thing you thought to eat at the canteen that you ordered from the canteen? Like what was the best for you? Oh man, uh, everyone loved the honey buns, man. For some reason, <laughs> man, True story. Uh, me, the honey, they said a honey bizzle. Get the honey. I came from, you know, you go from one joint to the next. In Colorado, they move you around because they don't want you getting used to the system. Sure. So they'll move you. They move you and move you, especially give them a good reason to move you, and they're going to move you very quickly. Right. So um, I went from one I went from one joint to the next, and one of them sold the, these giant honey buns. Oh. Man, I got to the next, I got to the next, to the next stop, and I was like, I was like king of the yard with these honey buns. <laughs> yeah, man. that's right. You transpacked them. You brought them with you. <laughs> Listen to the audience is clapping, going wild over king of the yard on a honey bun. <laughs> Run down. Awesome. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, man. I, you know what, man? When you were when you were when I was watching your videos, man, I was uh-huh. like, you had already you had already kind of told me about your nationality, you know. But I'm yeah. watching your videos and I'm like, because he he can look he looks like a brother somewhat. Yeah. But you can yeah. see some you can see you can see if you pay attention you can see that he's got Latino in him. Right. But his mannerisms you can tell he's like this blend of both, bro. Right. From his dress to his mannerisms to his flow, it's like it's a real. I'm telling you, bro, you got a real. Real cool swag about you, man, and your delivery and your shit, bro. You know what I'm saying, man. I just so he didn't oh, man, like just pick. It. He didn't pick. He didn't pick one it, side and like reject no, the other. Like he he integrated. He integrated. Yeah. Synthesized the whole thing. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> and and that caught me. And I was like, this is a sharp dude. Yeah, this is a sharp yeah. dude because he stands out on his own right. without having trying to be a either or. Right. He's, He's not just, trying to fit in on no, one. No, man. Right. And I yeah. just uh, and th- but, but and the reason I bring that up. Um, the reason I bring that up, Dennis, is like, if you can tote the line and finesse like that in your videos, yeah, then that yeah. that comes from somebody who knows how to navigate through a lot of different situations. Yeah. Worlds, like, different worlds. Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. bro. Right. You know, I know when to be a little bit of oh, this. Yeah. I know when to put that out a little bit. I know, right. You know, to negotiate it. But you know, prior to the music, Dennis. Um, and obviously, we kind of know a little bit that you, you were incarcerated. You were incarcerated in Colorado. Take us, yeah. man, take us back before music and, and, and kind of your growing up and, and how you, how you, what got you to prison? What were the, you know, give us a little rundown, man. Okay. Well, where were I you? I grew up in. Yeah. Where did you grow I, up? I, I, was, I, I was born in, in Denver, which in Denver, the east, the east side of Denver is for the longest has been the, a real rough side. The east so, side. Yeah, east side of Denver has been rough. Well, now, then you got the north side, west side got really rough too. But uh, east side was east side was ma- mostly black, north side Hispanic, west side Hispanic. Um, so I was born in the, in East Denver, okay. um, close to five, what we call Five Points. Everyone knows Five Points because it's it's crack heaven over there. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's been it's it's recently been gentrified big time. Right. Just and, just just like everywhere else, huh? Oh yeah. So it's the same here. Same here. Everyone getting run out of the where downtown Denver is. Uh, east East Denver Five Points is just 
east of that and it was it was black through and through now <clears throat> you go through there and you'll be lucky to see any color over there now mm, right it's gentrified 100 percent. but I, I was born over there uh my, my mom single 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 woman uh she has three kids myself i have an uh, older sister younger brother um so you're a middle child i'm i'm in the middle yeah all right i'm in the middle yeah so uh grew up over there slowly my mom made her way further west and um growing up uh, my mom got married when i was eight years old to my stepdad good good dude um so we i, I was good at sports naturally just because i I God bless me with good genetics, man. I look I look like I go to the gym every day, but I don't. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you're fucking working yeah. out with honey buns. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, so man. so from one to eight, you're in in the Denver area on the east side. Your mom's a mm -hmm. single mom. Where's your bio, Dad? Oh man, he split. I I remember him. I remember meeting him just a couple times. What was that? So he like? was never. What was he was like? never really around. What was it like it was, meeting him it, for the first time, man? Uh, it was, uh, I, there was, there wasn't really any, any like, uh, deep interaction with him. Right. So to me, it was like, I know this dude's my dad, but mm -hmm. it don't feel like it, you know? Did right. that, like did that, right. did that kind of like, did that impact you at all when you had that feeling? Cause you know, like you see TV and people act like they just saw their lost long relative and there's all this stuff. Yeah. But in reality, yeah you're meeting a stranger that you know you're related to. That's exactly what it felt like. So it was, it was not a big deal. And then him not being there was really not a big deal because he was, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know, you don't know what you're missing out when you never missing out on when you never had it. So, right. Right. And so, yeah, it was no big deal. and so from one to eight though, right. You kind of are just living, your life as best you can uh, <clears throat> in the house and doing what all kids do. And then your yeah. mom gets, she moves out West. When you say West, how far out West? Are we talking LA? Are we talking? No, no, no. Just further West in, in Denver. So a entirely different neighborhood. Right. Moves out of the East side and we go, we go further West, kind of further West and South. So then we end up, um, I don't even know what that neighborhood's called. I think it's called Westwood now. But right. it's south, kind of southwest Denver, and we're I'm, we're over there, and and you know I'm still figuring it out, and I, that's when I started. By age ten, I started getting into sports and and realizing that I was like really good. What sport? Really, I, was, what I played sport? running back. Uh, football. Football, yeah, I, I was a, I was a running back, so yeah, I, I excelled at that, and um, and I just man, I was blessed to be a smart dude too in school they had me in this uh so they test everyone to see how smart you are right yeah in sixth grade sixth grade so they start sending me to du denver university which is a it's a it's a uh kind of a uh, i don't know what you would call it it's they don't let just anyone in there and it is expensive very mm -hmm. expensive so at denver university um they in sixth grade they started sending me there after I tested high on these in these tests they put me in this program where they were teaching me computer stuff over there Wow. And I was, it tripped me out. Grade? I'm like, man, yeah, I'm like, dang. Okay. okay. So, <clears throat> so hold on a second. So you said that your your mom got remarried. You're about eight or nine uh -huh. at this time. And, and the new guy, yeah. you said uh, he was a cool guy. Like he was stable? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah, he's good. He's a good dude. He's a matter, matter of fact, he's still around. My mom passed, but he's still around. He got after my mom passed, he just got remarried just uh not even a year ago, but Wow. Yeah, he he uh he did he did okay, man, for someone coming into a situation like that. You got a woman with three kids that are not yours. Right. And you're yeah. able you're able to love those kids like they're yours, you know, that that can't be easy. Yeah, that's a step. That's a step. That's a dude that's got uh, that's stepping up to the occasion. And then what? Yeah. So, so then you're good as a running back. And and does yeah. does your mom and your and your and your stepdad do they show up to your games and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, they would come and check them out. Yeah, so. All right, cool. So and I, then, what's the secret to being a good running back? Because we got a lot of fatheads out here that listen to our show. <laughs> like, what's the real? What's the truth? Yeah, man? give us the truth. Bro, I I think it's I think a lot of it for the best running backs, they, you just have an instinct, man. And I had a I was already starting to get big. Even at age ten, I started to get muscled up just from good genetics. Damn. So I was bigger. Man, they tried to kick me off. Check this out. They, you know, when you're that age, they have weight limits, right? Yeah, right. So I was like, man, I was like thirty pounds overweight <sighs> mm-hmm. because I because I started getting big, man. I wasn't. I wasn't working out, but I just started getting muscle out of nowhere. And they're like, man. So the other teams, <laughs> check this out, man. The other teams would use that against us. And they would they would call me in every week before the game and I'd have to go weigh in. Right. They were try- they knew that I was the I was the go to. I was the bread and butter for our team. Right. right. So they, so the I, teams the team's whole strategy in dealing with your team was like, we gotta knock the big guy out before he's not even allowed to get in the game. Yeah, get that. If we can sit that dude down, we'll beat him. So <sighs> I would. Have, I remember being ten and eleven years old, and having to. I'd go sit in the bathroom with a plastic bag on, and I'd sweat off ten pounds, and then go weigh in, and then yeah, pee, empty throw, the bladder, you empty oh, the yeah. bladder, spit, all that stuff, right, to try to all make sure you stuff. make Man, the weigh in. Bro, at ten years old, ten and eleven years old. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Sounds like an alpha male hey, shit. Before we get too far, bro, go ahead. Favorite running back. Oh, good. Dennis, favorite running back. Oh, oh, man. That's a tough one. The first one that comes to mind, though, Barry Sanders, man. Damn. Barry Sanders. Okay. Who's yours, Steve? Well, I, you know, I love Barry Sanders. I do, but, too. I mean, and I love Eric Dickerson. And I love Tony Dorsett. I mean, Don't do all that. Guys. I got but mine. I will say, I will say. Initials, WP is mine. I will say, well, well oh, mine yeah. is Walter Payton, too. Yeah. That's my all-time favorite. That's Walter mine, too. Bad, okay. man. I was going to say Walter Payton. Yeah. He I, he was one of the first ones that came to mind. He he was a bad dude, man. Yeah, Do bro, you ever read? Sanders he, is, Sanders is, that, that's, a, that's a quality choice, bro. Yeah, it's, no, no, no of course. But, I mean, dude, do you ever see, like, do you ever read or see anything about Walter Payton's workouts? I've done a lot of research on Walter no, Payton. No, no. What you, about, uh, I, I watched, uh. Uh, what's his name? Oh man, not Marshawn Dickerson, Lynch, not, not Dorsett. It's a dude who used to play for uh, Cowboys. Tony Dorsett. No, no, no. Em- he's Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Yeah. No, no, no. He's before him, and it's not Tony. Before Dorsett. Emmett Smith. Tony. It's Dorsett. not Dorsett. No. I'm all. I'm. Oh, what's house. his name? He was. Newhouse? He was a big man. He was yoked up. I'm talking yoked up, big dude. Um. Uh, oh, you, oh man, I can't think of his name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I I, I, his workouts were ridiculous, man. Ridiculous workouts. If I could remember his name, you could you could look it up. Me, but I'm Earl, looking was, at was um, Earl Campbell fullback. Earl Campbell. He played fullback. for the Cowboys. The guy you're thinking of, Dennis. Did we lose Dennis? 
Damn, his shit got shut off again, I think. Mm. Mm. Let's see. All right, guys, here we go. All right. If I could set this screen to stop shutting off. It's all right. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, your running back that you're thinking of? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who that was. Wasn't Herschel Walker? Um, Herschel Walker. Yeah. Right there. It was after, it was after Tony yeah. Yes, Herschel Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Heisman. Heisman. God damn. Unreal. His workouts were crazy, man. If you look up some of the stuff he did. Herschel crazy, Walker man. workouts, huh? Herschel Walker was, uh, was uh, he, he had a Heisman winner, but he really didn't perform once he got to. He crushed it. That guy broke all sorts of Heisman records. And then when he got to yeah. the pros, it just never really panned out for him. But Yeah, but like, yeah. that's always interesting when you said that. A few years ago, I read somewhere that Walker's legendary granite-like physique was built not by lifting weights, but by through body weight exercises. 2,000 uh, to 3,000 push-ups and sit-ups every day. Jeez. Look at that. That's man. quarantine before quarantine, fool. He was a, dude, that dude was literally a fucking beast, dude. Damn. That sounds like a week. That sounds like a whole week lockdown right there. You don't get to hit the weight pile at all. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, all right. So, we did some running back. Wait, let's let Sean weigh in because he's, he's Mr. NFL. Sean, who's the best fucking running back in your mind? Are you kidding me? Frank Gore. No, I knew it's San Francisco. He's going to be San Francisco here. Frank yeah. Gore's a beast. He's a sourdough bread fool. You can't listen to Sean. He's everything San Francisco for him. <laughs> um, right. So, go on. Bring us to it. So, you're playing wait, football. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, first of all, why don't you tell us did you ever have like an amazing run where you scored a massive touchdown and from a running back? What's your best touchdown story? Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. Every Oof. time you touch the ball. Man, did I. They, did they, they gave me the ball. Returns? Oh, yeah, I did returns also, yeah. Punt and kickoff return. Uh, but they gave you so the I ball. Big. Yeah, go ahead. I was big. So the good thing was I was big, but I was fast, too. So I was I was the fastest on the team, but I was big. Yeah. So, so that man, they, gave, they worked me, man. I was a workhorse. They gave me the ball over and over and over and over because I'm moving the ball, moving the ball, getting getting yards and making touchdowns. So, man, I can't think of – I can't think of one. Oh man! Did you ever make Especially a t- Did you ever make a touchdown off a return? Oh yeah, several times. And did this go all the way into high school? You were running like this. Yeah. Yep. Dude, now let me ask you another question because uh, this is a very serious topic, and we're, we we run a very tight ship over here, and we're very interested in information. When yeah. you were like a star running back in high school, were you just nailing broads? I mean. Were they just you know, lining you know, up? Were they just lining up? You know up? how that goes. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to go there, bro. He looks the same. He answered all the he questions. The same. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the thing, back then, in, in high school, the thing the thing to do back then for me was um, get, uh, going to the the closest the closest high school to us was called Bear Creek High School. We were the the the, the school that I went to was uh, John F. Kennedy High School. Right. And Bear Creek was like, the close, the other closest high school to us, and that was the thing. If you could, if you could pull girls from over there, then you were something. Right, and right. So that's you know that was my destiny. I'm I'm heading over there. Then if you say they say I can't do it, well, yeah. well watch me. So then, so then you're you're a running back star. You fucking computer camp. 
Uh, you probably saw Bill Gates there and beat his ass. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, three uh, times. Three yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stole, stole Bill Gates' woman easily, right? I mean, come on. Let's not <laughs> fuck around. And then um, and then Steve's got a thing where he's like the fork in the road. Like a, Usually guys got kind of a, a place where they're going to either take the right path or the, the, the wrong path. And was there a fork in the road for you that you can kind of pin? Oh, yeah. When was that? Absolutely, there was. So um senior year my senior year and i'm you know i'm i'm set up to to start choosing which college i'm going to go to so i'm set i'm i'm going to go to college play football duh, 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 this and that i wasn't i should have been more in hindsight i should have been more focused on academics but you know and i was more focused on being social and going to bear creek and chasing girls so mm-hmm. and and doing just enough doing just enough so that I'm eligible to play. And I, and I, I, I swore I was going to make it just off of natural talent alone. Oh. And yep. I got caught selling weed at school. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Which no back then good. was, that was kind of like a big deal. Very big deal. Oh yeah. They, man, they kicked me off the team. I was on, I was on the powerlifting team. We had a powerlifting team. I was on the track team. I was on the football team. They shut all of it down. They're like, nah, you're one of those guys. No, no. So then I'm, then I'm, that's the fork in the road where I'm like, okay. So now I could have either buckled down and been like, okay, I'll make it on my own without these people's help. Mm -hmm. Or, or let me figure out what else I'm going to do other than go to college and do this, that, and the other. So what made, yeah, I took a what made you take this, the 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 wrong path at that point? I mean, you had the two options in front of you. Really, now kind of a little bit older and seasoned, and you look back at the younger yeah. version of you. What was it that mm-hmm. pushed you in that direction? Well, honestly, and this is probably why I got into some of the stuff I do now, which is the, some nonprofit stuff that I do right. with at-risk youth, with the at-risk youth. But but at one at that point. Everyone gave up on me. I'm talking coaches, mentors, my parents. They were everyone turned their back and like, oh, you want to live that life? Well, do that. You're, you're an adult now. And so, how did that make you feel? Oh man, I didn't know what to do. I was, man, I'm like, well, ain't y'all gonna help me? Like, yeah, I made a mistake. I made a mistake or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but ev- everyone was everyone was just like, ah, he, he's gonna he's gonna continue. Let him let him do what he's gonna do. That and is that is crazy to me now that I'm hearing this because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, they were all happy when you were scoring touchdowns and making yeah, them look man. good, right? Yep, yep. And then the minute that you don't fit the image that they have of you, uh, they just drop you. Kick him to the curb. Yep. So, so then you were like, "Fuck y'all!" Then then that's how yep, it's gonna I, be. That's how it's gonna be, and I I went straight uh, to the street. Damn. Straight to the street. I said, "Well, no, ain't gonna be no college. Well, I gotta get some. I ain't gonna go. I, I actually worked a few jobs, and you know, you work hard all week, and at the end, you look at this little piddly paycheck, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna live like this. So, oh no, I ain't gonna you know live. what's fucked up about this? You wanna know what's kind of fucked up about this, Dennis? What was the name of the high school you went to? John F. Kennedy. Now listen, John F. Kennedy, right? fucked around a lot and made a lot of mistakes and that motherfucker is like the most beloved president of the United States. Right. Right. Dennis right. 
sells a little weed in the yeah. 80s or 90s, whenever it was, and then they act yep. like he's a pariah. That's a yeah, fuck man. He's going to the school that's named after a guy who's fucking around. <laughs> Whose dad was fucking yeah. selling booze to everybody in America. Ain't that Boo-legging. a bitch? Yeah. God damn it. I wish, yeah. did, did you bring that up to the principal? He said, hey, Prince. <laughs> hey, principal, let me just hip you to some game. Let me give you the rundown. Your school is named after... Up. Man, your school is named after a bootlegger's son. <laughs> you should be actually giving me an honorary degree yeah. since I took it to the next level right here in these halls, fool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. Hey, hey you, yeah, need I to, I have. you need to hire me as your attorney, man. I'll be your mouthpiece. You just bring me around. We'll just go around and talk mad shit and just fucking run game yeah. on all these fools. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what? So what starts happening, bro? How's it, how's it break us off? So you go to the street, piddly paycheck. Fuck that, not chump. Yep. Gotta have big straight, money, long money. Straight to the dope sack. Straight to the dope sack. Right. So I had, I had an opportunity. Well, I, 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 I did about a, a year's worth of partying. Like, man, I need to figure this out. Party, 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 <laughs> party, 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 party. And then by party after party, 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 I started meeting all these people asking for cocaine. Right. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, hold up. Well, I got a, I got a partner who's plugged in. I'm talking plugged in. Bricks yeah. and bricks and bricks. Yeah. So, fi- I finally, I said, "All right, it's time." And time to go to the big leagues. I went and plugged in, and man, it it uh, that thing flourished so fast. I mean, way quicker than I thought. So, you know, a thousand stacking thousands to ten thousands to hundred thousands happened very fast. You know, when you when you're in your so I was let's see, nineteen twenty. <sighs> 19 about 1920 and then 20 21 22 23 most young most people that age don't especially if you if you're not seasoned and you ain't been through much you ain't ever had nothing right you, know, you don't know what to do with a quarter million dollars what was the craziest shit you ever bought in your like young foolish mind like did you ever be like i'm gonna buy me some jet skis and then somebody's like man we don't even live near water what the fuck <laughs> No, um, here's a funny thing too. When you're selling dope, you're so paranoid. I, I knew the laws. If you spend over ten grand, they're coming to look at you. Right, right. right. So I had it. Uh, you know, typical. I had everything in everyone else's name, <laughs> house in someone else's name, cars in other people's names, and so I have this money sitting collecting dust, and I'm afraid to spend it. Ain't that, isn't that crazy? Hey, let me ask What's you this. Because in a, in a movie, sometimes you see people have a hard time even hold, like the money, they can't spend it, but they got to hold on to it. Now they're like renting yeah. another house just to stack money in it. Like, did you ever get in a situation yeah. like that? Yeah, I had money all over the place. So <laughs> I was smart enough, I was smart enough to, to, to see how other people got caught very easily. And I made sure to avoid that, like standing on the corner. I ain't going to stand on the corner. Right. I'm not going to. I didn't sell dope to crackheads. Right. I sold dope. I sold dope to successful Caucasian business people. That's who. I, that was. I made it a point. Right. To, to do that sure. because these people have a lot to lose. Right. So they're not going to be out there acting crazy. Right. They're trying to. They're making. The, the, uh, some of them were making money. Some of them had so much money that I had one guy. He would. He would fly in. 
he ran a he ran a a, a paper here, a newspaper here. Yeah. Well, it's a newspaper slash magazine that's really popular here. Right. Um, um, admit it, isn't it? It wasn't that Time magazine, sir. Aren't you here to say it? <laughs> 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 National yeah. Review, isn't that right, uh, sir? Yeah. Thank you. All right, thank you. William F. Buckley bought Good. cocaine from you. Isn't that true, sir? Right, right. That's a joke. That's a joke. Right. Yeah, that's a joke. That's a joke. All right, go ahead. But this guy would this guy would fly in and he'd get all his partners together, man, and they would, boy, they would binge for three four days, and they this guy would come and get six ounces at a time just for them to smoke and snort. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Wait, how do you yeah. get how do you get Damn. okay? So how do you get plugged into? I could see where like some people, could, but for you, you were like partying and you were like plugged in and da 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 from the east side or whatever it was, the west side, whatever that was, five points. How do you make connections to? like business white business dudes that got the money to pay for it um well usually when you're when you're making money this person introduces you to that person introduces that person oh right. can you get this yeah well i got a partner so i knew a couple i knew i had already known a couple of successful people that were the, that were doing pretty good with their with legitimate businesses got it um so all it took was for me to get into just a couple circles of people. And once I started meeting all of them, that was a done deal. I stayed right, right there in those, in those circles and there was a whole lot of money. And, right. and is there a way, I mean, you can say it in a generally, but like, is there a way before the real introductions get made? Is there a way that, is there a way of talking to let somebody, that somebody who doesn't know who you are, but, they want to know, do you have the shit that I want to buy? And you're like, yeah, I got the shit you want to buy. Is there a way that, that that's handled or is that handled through intermediaries? How does that discussion really happen? Well, it, it usually has to be, if someone I don't know came and asked me that, I'd look at them like they're crazy. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. So you, <laughs> it'd have to be someone, you'd have to be introduced to me through someone credible got to it. start off with. Otherwise, I ain't, I don't know nothing about nothing. I don't know who you are. You better get away from me. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then, yep. how the fuck? You sound smart, and obviously they taught you the 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 coat game at computer camp. So then, how yeah. the hell? How the hell did you? How did they? How did they? Nap, like, what happened? How did you get incarcerated? Oh, the, the, I knew I had everything set up well, and and I knew the only way I'm gonna get caught is if one of these knuckleheads snitch on me. Right. And these are people that I these are people that I've been dealing with for years. Sure enough, they caught the one that was, was an older white lady in the mountains. So I was going all over Colorado at, at, at the height of it all. Mountains. Um, delivering, to, delivering to Vail, the ski towns, going way down south. I got caught in Buena Vista. There's a prison in Buena Vista, too. Mm. I got caught in Buena Vista where there ain't no black people, no Mexican people down there. So they see me. Sticking out like a I, sore thumb. I pull up with a with a truckload of what what these people want and i had one person i was dealing with and she would distribute to the whole town damn so they caught her and she's in a back then she you know i'm in my i'm in my 20s she's in her 50s wow. so they they scared her easy like well you want to go to prison for the rest of your life did you better tell us you better tell us who da-da-da-da. so then they set me up man man. Oh, man and at this point check it out at this point i had already figured you know, there's a chance this lady might tell on me. So I started sending uh, my, I have four kids. So my oldest son is 21. Mm -hmm. uh, but back then he was, he wasn't 21. He was like, I don't know, six or something, five or six. At any rate, 
uh, I said, I, I felt something, I felt something coming. So I started sending my, my oldest son's mom. I started sending her to go make deliveries. Right. Mm-hmm. But one time she stole from me, she stole like two grand from me. And I was like, man, I can't, I can't send her anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out who to send. And then I got, they, she called, she called me and was like, yeah, I got all your money. Plus I got half for the next one. So when she says I got all your money, that's like 30 grand. Plus I got half for the next one. That's another 15 grand. That's almost 50 racks right there. Right. So, I'm, so you know, to me, I'm like, run, run, go get the money. Did your spider I, I sense, did your spider sense tingle at that point though? Like maybe it's, it's too good to be true. No, you know, it didn't, it didn't. I'm thinking I was, I was already skeptical to start off with, but at that point, I was blinded by the money. By so the money, right. all you could hear, all you could hear was that she had all that and the other half up front. And you're like, let me go get this yep. cash. Yep. Yep. Let me go get this money. So, I, I even, I even set it up. I was like, man, you know what? Let me just give her one more chance. I'm gonna send her down because I don't want to get jammed up. I called her, set it up, and then at the very last minute, when it was time to go, I said, nah, I better go myself. I don't <sighs> trust her. Mm. <laughs> so I went myself and then I would always make it a point to give people a time and I would either show up early or late purposefully. Mm-hmm. So I showed, I made sure to show up super late. I told her, I gave her a time and I, and I just kept messing around. I, I went all through the, took the longest route possible, stopped, took the fishing pole out, fished a little bit. And then I, I was supposed to get there like mid afternoon and I didn't show up until like eight, nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. what's the purpose of I, that what's the purpose of that if they're if they're watching you if they're waiting for you they'll usually give up and think you're not coming got it and then they'll they'll go away and then boom I, i'll sneak right in and do what i needed right I lost them. that's all right right at a key point man this is because mm. i want to know what it's like to yeah sorry guys go ahead. It's sorry. 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 It's right. so okay yeah, so so eight o'clock yeah Eight o'clock. It's cat and mouse. And when I talked to the cops after they jammed me up, this cop told me, man, if you would have waited five more minutes, we were just about to leave. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. on. He said, if you would have waited five more minutes, we he said we were giving it, we were about to give up on you. We didn't think you were coming, so we were about to all go home. Here I come through. Here I come through in my brand new Denali. Let me ask you a question, man. So, how does the bus go down? Like, like really? Because, like, all I kind of know is like I seen on Goodfellas and all that shit. But, like, really, honestly, in Colorado, was it feds that were watching you? Was it was it the state? No, it was the state. It okay. was the state. Yeah. So you sh- yeah, like? Did you they, pick, you picked took- you picked a location or whatever? You show up late. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? And I'm pulling in. I'm pulling in. I, I took. There's two. There's only two routes to get into the town of Buena Vista. It's a small mountain town, but there's only two ways to get in. There's two different highways that that get you to that town. And I I kept telling I kept telling them I was coming one way, and I was coming the back route really, and mm-hmm. taking my sweet time. Right. And I came in. I came in the back route, and I pull in, and sure enough, man, they there was five cops sitting on the side of the highway boom 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 so i, I drive right through them and I'm, I'm thinking oh what is this i still didn't even think that it was for me oh, i'm driving right through, and boom, one of them got behind me didn't he didn't hit the lights i'm like oh this no big deal at this point i had already 
I had already spoken to two attorneys and I knew I knew what to do and what not to do, what rights I had, what the way that they're supposed to operate. So I wasn't I was a little cocky, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I got everything stashed. Well, I got a, I got a pistol. I got money stashed. <clears throat> Matter of fact, the money I, I forgot that I had in my in my truck. I, I had like almost 20 grand with me, which normally I would make sure not to do that because. Mm-hmm. What's the point of having all that money when you're going to pick up a bunch of money? Go go put that in the safe, one of the safes you have, mm-hmm. and go get some more money. So they pull me over, and I'm like, what are you pulling me over for? Well, his excuse was, well, I clocked you, and you were doing da-da-da over. I said, that's a lie, man. See, I wasn't speeding. I make sure not to speed when I got dope in the truck. (laughs) I didn't didn't tell him that. I'm like, nah. So so he's like, "Uh, oh, it smells like weed in here. I'm like, Like, man, that's so lame. It ain't ain't, ain't no weed in here. It don't smell like weed in here. Oh, yeah, get out of the truck. They pat me down. Um, Well, since it smells like weed, we have consent. Do we have your consent to search? Heck, no, you don't have no consent to search. Right. Right. So they, so they brought the dog. They brought the dog. <sighs> they, they send the dog around. The fr- the dog don't hit on nothing. He doesn't. So then, they, so then they send him around again. The dog hits on my on the driver's side door. I didn't have anything in the driver's side door. So I believe they have these dogs trained to just hit on anything. Bubble gum. They'll hit on whatever. So just so they can say, oh, he hit. Now let's search it. So Makes they were sense. there for an hour. I mean, the, they put they handcuffed me, put me in the car. I'm watching them. They were all older guys, and they went through my vehicle several times. They couldn't find anything. Did they find the so twenty they, grand? Did they be like, "Hey, what's with the twenty grand?" Well, eventually, eventually they did. That's uh, they called a they called the younger guy. So after an hour, the younger guy pulls up. These were all older guys. The younger guy pulls up. He gets in there and he finds he starts finding stuff immediately. Hmm. So he found the first. He found the pistol. Boop. Pistol falls out. I had that stashed pretty good to where I could get to it easy if I needed it. He found the pistol. Then he stays looking for a little bit. Then boop, 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 boop. He found the money, but they couldn't find the dope. They couldn't find the dope, so they impound the vehicle, take me to jail. Now they, so, they're not going to take. Let me stop you right there, real quick. So okay. in law school, right? The reason why the dogs are important is because in law school, they, 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 the rule is. Like you can't have illegal search and seizure. You got to have some probable cause or right. whatever it is. So they got to right. look. And so he's trying to generate that, gin that up on some weed smell because that works. If they can smell weed, but then it doesn't look good if the guy smells weed and then they search your car illegally and they don't find any weed and they only find coke, then then, yeah. then a judge most likely is going to throw that out because they know that that pretense was a lie. But uh, when you bring a dog yeah. in, See, the dog's not going to part of the issue of illegal search and seizure uh, is that you have reasonable privacy. You have an expectation, a reasonable expectation of privacy. And that's part of what being an American freedom is all about. The reason why dogs are usually always just greenlit is because a dog can't speak. It can only detect drugs or what it smells. So thus, it's not an invasive search. But Dennis is pointing to something very interesting that 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 is really hard to bring out, but it's really possible. And that is these dogs can also be trained to do false hits Mm -hmm. to establish a pretense to search. Mm -hmm. And that's much harder to disprove in the courtroom later when you go, oh, that's bullshit. That dog couldn't. Yeah. Right. All right. So go ahead. So they impound the, the truck. 
Yeah, so they're they're saying we're gonna take the truck apart. We believe there's well, they know there's dope in there because they set it up through the, the chick that they right. busted. So, right. so they're like, Man, we know the dope's in here. We know exactly what's in here because we know the order that we we had her put in this specific order. Right. We can't find it. So they they impound it. So and take me to jail. I know that I need to I need to bond out quick because my my bond initially was only a hundred thousand. But if once they if they took the truck apart, then it's gonna shoot up to a million for sure. Right. So so I, I knew a bail bondsman. I called him and he came. He was he was down there in an hour. It was about an hour drive. So called him and he jumped in jumped in the vehicle and shot straight down and got me out. So so. So they took the vehicle apart the next day and, of course, found everything. And next day, I had like 10 charges. So did you plead including out? Including fed charges, too. Did you plead out? Or did you try yeah, to fight? Yeah, I went and got it. I went and got the best. No, I went. I, w- I would have fought it if it would have made sense. I went and paid for the best fed attorney right. in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, the best, best fed attorney. So, yeah, he they, they got me from... They were trying to give me 48 years, man. Man. 48 years. Man. Their first, years. Yeah, their first offer, 48. 48, man. Man. Yeah. What 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 so decade? My, my what trade, decade was that in? That's 2003. Right. Okay. Yep. Damn. 2003. Yep, 48 years. So so it was 24 years, but it's aggravated because Oh, I was already a felon. I was oh, already a felon. I, see. I, see. I was already a felon and I had a gun. Yeah. No yeah. money. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can aggravate this easy. So 24 years aggravated makes it 48. Damn. So how so how did the how did you get it? What, what did you wind up pleading to? How much time? Six. Six years. Oh, why was it? Why did they? How did they go from 48 to six? There must have been a weakness in the case. Well, the attorney I had was a bad dude, man. As soon as they heard his name, they were like, oh, man. He got Joe St. Veltri? Oh, no. He's this Italian dude, man. He's from Italy. This dude is bad. He's bad dude. They, they call him super lawyer. So if you look if you look online, they they label them super super lawyers once they've they've been in uh practice for so many years yeah. and they've achieved, they've won so many cases. What's his Even name? Joseph Joseph Saint Veltri, V E L T R I. Bad dude, man. So I I paid him a lot of money to to get it down to six years, man. Hey, man. I mean, dude, that's taking four to two years off the fucking. I, seems like it's worth it to me. Oh yeah, thirty racks. I mean, I don't know. Racks. I don't know what he did, but he must have. He must have really knew some of them judges pretty well to be able to scare the DAs like that. Well, I think it's just his reputation because he, he here's what he told me. He said, "Man, if you were if you would have been anywhere other than in Buena Vista in the middle of nowhere, he said I would have I would have put all this to sleep, all of it." He said, "But he said, but here's what he told me, but you're in Buena Vista, man. I don't really know anybody there." He said, "But my name goes a long way. So let me see what I how I can flex on these guys." So he, just his reputation and him being who he is, he got it down to six years. Hey, so was, did, hey, does this guy used to wear like glasses? Like he's got like kind of glasses and parted hair. I mean, you should see a picture of this guy. This guy looks wild. No, let's see. Uh, was he an old white dude or a younger looking old guy? Old guy, yeah. White old hair, kind of balding. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Do you know that this guy looks exactly like the lawyer in Goodfellas? Right. Yeah. Oh, that dude's getting you off. All right. Yeah, he doesn't he look yeah, just yeah, yeah. like the lawyer <laughs> yeah, for Bruce Henry? Cutler. Bruce. Oh no, I thought you meant Bruce Cutler. No, no, no. Remember in uh, Goodfellas when he gets pinched the first yeah. time, yeah. and that Italian yeah. lawyer that yeah. smiles yeah. at smile. the. <laughs> that's yeah. Hey, that's how he looks. That you must. You must have the right picture. He yeah. looks just like that guy. Oh, that's fucking yeah. great. All right. So you yeah. get. So you get six, and so what happens then? So I kept, yeah, I I, uh, I put it off as as long as I could. I I got him to keep resetting my court date for a year. Right. So I could, really, really, what I was doing was stacking more money. I'm like, man, yeah, and they coming to get all the money. So let me stack more over here and put it away. So at least I have something when I go. Mm -hmm. So so I did that. And now, then is there, any, uh, is there any music going on at this point in time in your life? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'd already, I had already, I had been doing music since, since uh, right out of high school. Really? Once I messed everything up, I started doing music. Yeah, but, but once I start, once I really got deep into the money, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't a priority. I was more just focused on getting, getting paper. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, dude, let, so, let me ask you a question. So you, you, you know, you do a little grinding to get yourself set up to go away for a minute. But like before yeah. all, like the, the week before or the day before, is there like, do you like, all right, this is it. I better fucking order about eight steaks. I need all the broads down here. I need to blow it out one last time because I'm going away. Did you do that? No, no, because it, up to that point, I was partying like a rock star. <laughs> weekly. I'm talking to the point, check this out. We were, because my partner, I had a partner that, that was man this dude was selling truckloads of of weed <laughs> like crazy truck i mean literally truckloads so <clears throat> he and i i was doing what i did he'd do what he'd do and you know we we would party five days a week man on fridays it was on fridays we had this limo driver that would just we didn't even have to call him it got to that point where <laughs> he just knew to show up come and get us <laughs> we're gonna go wild out for the whole week. So he knew we'd he knew we'd pay his wage for the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he'd be with us all the whole Friday through Sunday. What was and the he would, uh, he'd just show up? What was the craziest shit you guys got? Just give us a little taste of like the high life. Like what was the when you're out there with the limo, you driving around crazy models, half naked, butt naked, running around. Like what happened? <laughs> oh man, you, money, oh you know what it is? Money talks, man. You, you know that. So money talks. Whatever you want, you got it. Yeah. So wherever we went, whatever we went. So back then they didn't have bottle service, right? Yeah. Like in Denver, in Denver they didn't have bottle service. In Vegas they had bottle service, mm -hmm. but in Denver they no one even knew what that was. So we came, we we would go to the club. Club would be packed, and we would talk them into doing bottle service for us. Like right. we're Give gonna us drink that table. That. We want that table, and we want yeah. service. And right. <laughs> so yeah, and they were like, they're like, bring the, bring you the, bring you the whole bottle, several bottles. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. I said, I, so, so we, we had so much money. We're, we're like, so you want us to just sit here and buy shot for shot? Let's not waste any time. Tally up what you want for that bottle. Charge us shot for shot. Just bring. Let's cut to the chase and bring all the bottles. Charge us what you want to charge us. We'll give you the money right now. Right. Bring right. Us ten bottles. Bring ten bottles and all the fixings, ice, all of that. Right. Blew their Denver mind, huh? Oh, they they thought we were nuts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, in hindsight, we were nuts, man. Hey, don't give don't give no kids a bunch of money like that. Right. Right. Most, right. most of them are gonna do the same thing, you know. Right. So yeah. You mean you didn't you didn't you didn't go and buy T bills and fucking stocks and save it all? And... Man, I wish I would have. Oh. But I got I got quite a story now. Yeah, tell, that's so. right. So then, okay, so then um, you put it all together, and where did they send you to? They sent me to Canyon City. Mm. Canyon City, Colorado. Yeah, so they sent me to Canyon City, which is a big compound. I don't know if you guys know anything about the prison system. We have one of the, I think we have the oldest prison, if I'm not mistaken, in the United States. It's called Territorial. Um, is, it's called Territorial Prison? Yeah. Territorial is the name of the prison, yeah. But Canyon City is known as it's a compound. So if you if you were going to visit someone who's in Canyon City, um, you would you would pull up to to one building where everyone meets, where they have everyone come through this come through this gate. They check you. Everyone sits in this one building, and then they send a bunch of buses. And from there, they they send you out into the compound, depending on which prison uh, the person that you know is at. Really. Right. So this bus- this bus goes to this prison. This bus, I mean, it's a compound of several prisons. Colorado was is uh, founded on prisons. And no they, shit. They don't hide it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, to the point where they don't have to follow some of the federal mandates. Fuck. It's jacked up, man. man. Jack, it's a business. They admit that it's a business, and they don't hide it. Right. Uh, the budget for prisons this year for Colorado was $1 billion. And what billion. What kind of work, what kind of labor shit do they make prisoners do in there? Well, if you're at a work camp, if you're at a work camp, you got to work. So, um, but most of the other prisons, you ain't got to do nothing, man. You could just post up. You don't have to do nothing. Damn. Sell dope. So they sell dope in the prison. Yep. Yeah. So they sent you out to Canyon City, and I looked at the, uh, I I looked at uh, Territorial. And it says it's in Canyon City, Colorado. It's the oldest yep. prison in Colorado. It was built in 1871. It, it, they call it territorial because it was built as a territorial prison, meaning when shit was a territory, not a state yet. And then it became yes. a state prison in 1876. Crazy, man. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's, that's good info. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the hard luck show. You know, what am I going to tell you? Yeah, I know it. What was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. I knew I was going to learn something today. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it now, what'd you say they gave you six years or four years? Six years. So, six years. so I, I got a six. So what I did, I signed a six year deal. They, they couldn't give me the, the judge. It's, it's up to the judge. The judge could have said, you know, I like you because you're half black and half Mexican. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you six years uh, probation. So mm-hmm. when they say the six-year deal, it's it's up to the judge of what he wants to do. He could have did uh, community corrections, halfway house, six years. Oh, but what he ended up doing was he gave me three years with a mandatory three-year tail and called it six years, oh. which was, for me, that was much better than 48 years. So so what was here, the, was the judge half Latino or something? He was like, all right, look. No, they man, ain't no more white people down there. <laughs> <laughs> and one Chinese guy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, but yeah, were you scared to go? I mean, this is the first time you've been. First time going to the joint, yeah. Um, man, I was just it, it, 
I wasn't scared to go to prison, but I just, uh, man, it sucks to lose your freedom, to mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. It sucks to lose your freedom and be told what to do in every way, shape, and form every day. Get up. Standing count. We had standing count uh how many five or six times a day so they'd come through at three in the morning if you're sleeping i don't care back 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 get up standing count because they they don't want anyone sneaking out so you have to stand up and show that you're a human being and you're you didn't sneak out and put a fake dummy in your bed you know you know what you know what's funny that he's that that uh, dennis says that i'm reading the iceberg slim fucking autobiography and he breaks out of prison on a Uh dummy on account they came around and counted at night. Yeah. He did a dummy thing, and he st- and he broke out of fucking prison on that. So that's why they make yep. you stand up. They're like, "Hey, yep, yep, standing count." Damn. Half the time, I'd be I I wouldn't even hear him knocking. Still, I'm I'm knocked out sleeping. My celly would have to get me up. Hey, man, you gonna get you gonna get in trouble? They gonna throw you in the hole. Man, they'll throw you in the hole if you don't stand up. Yeah. Did you ever have to yep. go to the hole? Oh. No, nah, man, I I stayed out of everyone's way. So I stayed me, out of them. Let I'm, me ask you this: So, you 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 get into that joint, and are there levels, security levels, or is it pretty much everybody yes. kind of like there is? What so what? Where are you at? Where they got you? Yeah, here in Colorado, they got max, they got max, uh, medium, then they have uh, uh, minimum closed and minimum. So mm-hmm. they give you points when you first get to their. They call it. Uh, the diagnostic center that they send you to where they test you for see how smart you are, see yeah, how, if you yeah. have any diseases, all that. Mm-hmm. They give you points based on all the crimes you've committed Correct. in the past whatever, 10 years. And um, I remember I had 12 points, mm-hmm. 12 points. Um, so they sent me to uh, um, a closed a work camp. They sent me to a work camp closed. It's a, uh, so it's controlled movement. Mm-hmm. It's controlled movement, but you you have to work. Mm-hmm. So it's clo- it's a closed minimum, closed minimum in in Canyon City. Oh, I hope I did. I, I got you. you? No, I got you. No. So wait, what kind of work did did you yeah. have to do? Like, were you making cell phones? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> oh, that caught me off guard. That's good. Yeah, no, man. bro, I wasn't making cell phones. No, they had. Uh, I actually stayed inside the camp and worked in the kitchen there the whole time. Uh, so I was okay. there for, I was there for a year and then they moved me. Um, but they had, they had like a, they had a, a fire, uh, what do you call it? Fireman's program where you right. go out and fight fires yeah, and all fire this camp. stuff. Or fire you, camp. Yeah. A, yeah. Fire camp. They had, um, uh, right on the compound. They had a dairy. You could go work and milk cows. I mean, I ain't milking no cows. I'm That's sorry. Crazy. You imagine yeah. That? And they make, they make money, man. They well, make I know money. they do. I read those articles where Whole Foods was buying organic tilapia farmed by prison camps. Oh yeah, I'm selling like so, I mean, man. That's I'm, still yeah. Go ahead. It's still that's that's still. If you look at it, that's still a form of. It's almost like a form of slavery, man. You got these people locked up. Absolutely, you're making. They're making a ton of money off of prisoners so you know what they pay a prisoner in colorado you get 60 cents a day and you're expected to work all day god 60 damn. cents man yeah 60 cents man that's crazy 60 cents. 
man, just don't pay me nothing, then. You know, I'll just work for free. Yeah, 60, that's, yeah, an that's an insult. That's an insult. But that's so the, that's the thing. That. That's the thing about the Constitution and the amendments. The, they they say mm-hmm. there's no forced servitude, but that's only if you're not in prison. You're allowed to force yes. people to work in prison. Amendment 13. That's right, baby. Fucking ass. Yeah. So, well, let me ask yeah, you. Yeah, bro, it's, it's a cold setup, bro. Let me ask you, so so give me the rundown on, on races and segregated or non-segregated. Like, how does that work in Colorado? Is there a big... It's the same, bro. It's, it's the same, yeah. Ra- hey, races are separated, period. Mm. Period. And don't mm. get that. Don't cross the line. <laughs> I would feel like I the, the same I would feel like the white boy the 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 woods or whatever would be pretty strong up in Colorado. I would think that that would be like their territory. Nah, you would think so, but man, there's I don't know I don't know the the comparison of of how many how many of this or how many of that. But where I was at, where I was at, there was not a lot of whites, man. Wow, that's interesting. And can't, and, and I was in a uh, four mile the the prison's called four mile i was there and then i went to uh from that place i went to a camp closer to town called uh camp george west now this was this was a camp this was there was no control movement i mean we'd have to go to ourselves for count but then after that you could you could walk around the whole the whole yard you could walk around and man it was crazy i ended up over there I was there for a little over a year, and um, I ended up <laughs> I ended up getting in the mix over there because it was so. I I took on a job. I took on the best paying job, which it went from sixty cents a day to like a dollar eighty a day. That was like the top paying job. Crushing. So I was killing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was where I was in the laundry room, but um, dude told me not the laundry. The, this laundry job. He didn't tell me like fully in, in full detail the dude I took over for because he was leaving. Um, he was like, "Man, you about to be the dude. You about to be the dude in here. I'm I'm gonna make sure you get this job." And I was like, "Dude, all right, I'll be. I'm about to be the dude then." But I didn't know that that was the pipeline. That was the pipeline for everything for that for Camp George West for mm-hmm. everything. So once everyone knew I took over, here they all came. Uh, everyone, the the. The, the top couple guys for the white guys, top couple guys for the for the Hispanic guys. It was funny. The the Mexican dudes were separate from from the uh, they had. There was a little group of guys that were um, Dominican and, and Cuban and they stayed separate like they didn't. It wasn't like interact. all the Latinos were all grouped together. It was like Cuban and Dominican uh-huh. and then the, yeah, and the Chicanos yeah, yeah. and everything ever somewhere else. That makes sense to you, Steve? That. Yeah, I didn't expect that one. Mm. Mm. You saw that one, Steve? Well, I've seen it in other places, you know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um. So, yeah. so then let me ask you this: So you do that time, and then did you during that time that you you were in there? Did you make a decision like, you know what? I'm not gonna fuck around anymore. I'm gonna get down to music, yeah. and I'm just gonna do like take it legit, or what? Like, what what did you come to in there? Yeah, man. Um yeah, I didn't. I'm like, man, I don't want to go through this again. And um, I had a, a one guy that I that I met um, at the last prison. He came he came to the to Camp George West the next day after I got there. And yeah, he and I he and I started studying the Bible. Hmm. So this dude this dude was uh, 
Yeah, man, he made he played a big part in my in where I'm at now and just that point in my life and and not going back to doing what I was doing before because they and they were they were waiting for me to get out. They as soon as I got the first week I got out, they showed up where I was at. Like, you, you ready? Here's the keys to a truck. Go take it. Mm. Go go make money. How do, make you us say, money, how do you make say yourself. how do you say no at that point? You I, I know that in your heart you decide like, you know what, I'm not gonna fuck around anymore, but it's a lot different when you gotta actually see people who who, you know, were your past friends and you guys did some great yeah. things together. How do you tell your old business partners like, hey, I, I'm not in it anymore? Just like that. I said, Man, I can't. Right. So man, I got so I, I got like right now I have four felonies. I have four, but they're not I got two dope two for dope and two for firearms mm. so if i catch another dope case that's that's a wrap 25 damn 25 or until you drop if mm. i catch another gun case that's a wrap 25 or until you drop till you drop dead like man i can't i can't do it can't and do were it. they cool i mean did they understand oh yeah and they got these guys got money longer than train smoke man so mm. they got <laughs> They probably got several guys like me. You know what I mean? Right. They got several guys like me. So they're like, ah, okay. Well, we'll go find another one then. God damn. How do those guys have money longer than train smoke? By the way, I'm going to steal that. I love that fucking <laughs> money longer than train smoke. I mean, those yeah. guys, how come those guys don't really, do they ever get nabbed? Do those guys ever get nabbed? Like, how do they make it past all this yeah, shit? Man. Oh, yeah, man. I just talked to my old plug. Matter of fact, he just lives up the street from me. Just so happens. I didn't it just kinda happened that way. But uh I met him for breakfast just a couple of months ago. Yeah, he ended up getting he got jammed up just off of a whim, crazy crazy just so happened to be. Mm. Like when no. you're at that level, you don't have nothing at your house. Right. Oh, there's no reason to have it at your house. I mean, you have so much of it, you have to have a warehouse. Warehouse here, a warehouse there, trucks full of it. So he just he just happened to have a friend of his dropped a brick off at his house. Someone came and tried to rob him when he was not there. They tied his wife up, tied his kids up, pistol whipped them. Damn. And, and uh, he came back home. He came back home and caught him and all kind of crazy stuff. But they found the brick. They found the brick that was in the house. Joe, he just happened to someone dropped it off. Right, that wasn't like his normal routine. It was not his normal routine. Yeah, and they found it. God and he, damn. Yep, and he ended up. Uh, he's good though. He's still. He ended up just getting a good attorney, and I think they got for him and his wife got probation. But still. yeah, they, they, uh, so yeah, then, so then the the music game. I mean, why, what's the secret to the music game for a lot of young? young little whippersnappers out there like what to 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 be a good writer of raps how do you what is the real secret man i think the the music has changed so much since when i first started up until now it's crazy and even even the style of rap and what the you know the rainbow rappers now you got the rainbow hair rappers that just can talk about they talk about whatever right they don't even talk street life or we talked about stuff we went through you know talk about life and things that we've done and things that we want to do and things that we don't like things you know we talk about stuff like that but these guys are talking nonsense <laughs> they talk right. all 
inside out and upside down, man. And the kids love it. The kids love it. Right. You, I mean, you still have some of those knucklehead youngsters that are that are talking, talking like they're hard and shoot them up, bang bang, all that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. But right like, now, like all of these rainbow rappers you're talking about, a lot of them, they all got like Lil, like L I L in front of their names, like <laughs> Lil Pepper, Little Zine, Little Fucking Blue, Little Blood. You know what I mean? It was cool when like Lil Wayne and Lil John started it, but yeah. like now it seems like everybody's got like. Little Xanax. Yeah. I'm Little Xanax. <laughs> little Uzi Vert. Yeah. When I heard that yeah, name, I was yeah. like, Uzi Vert. What, what in the world? I mean, dude, what yeah, about I'm even like, even French Montana? You know, like I'm like French Montana. Why? I said the same thing, but it sounds like a sandwich, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who be one of them French Montanas? <laughs> right. That's fucking hilarious. Give me the French Montana combo, please. Yeah, I'll get the uh, French Montana with a side of fries. With a strong, a strong, a strong island iced tea. Right, like yeah, give me that right. and uh, give me a little strawberry Uzi Vert. Give me a strawberry little Uzi Vert. Yeah, I'll dessert. get it. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like an ice cream, little Uzi Vert. It's like sorbet and gelato mix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I the get, but the music game right now is all the the cool thing is you got this you got direct access to the people that will listen to your music or potentially could listen to your music or buy your music. Right. And the big record companies, boy, they got their legs took out from under them big time, man, with the internet. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so how does somebody go on and buy your music, man? Where do they go? How do I they feel- find you? All the digital platforms. So if you if you just look up D sharp, D and it's the pound sign D pound sign sharp because there's another. So now I'm 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 having to kind of rebrand because there's this other dude that his name is D sharp. He's a violinist and he he's taking his name pretty far. So I was using that name before this guy came out, but I didn't copyright it or anything. I like got that, a so. I got a good idea for you. Just put Lil in front of D sharp. <laughs> just be like Lil. I'm Lil D sharp. <laughs> I'm Lil D sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or, so no, you know what? You should say major. I'm major D sharp. That, hey, that don't, that don't sound too bad right there. It does. Major D sharp. And then the guy be hey, like, well, I'm yeah. D sharp. You'd be like, yeah, you're D sharp. I'm major D sharp. <laughs> you're, right, you're minor. You're minor third D sharp, man. <laughs> yeah. And Here's what I, I get it from, from real musicians who know how to read music, which I don't. And I learned this from someone else. The lame, the lamest joke I've heard the last couple of years is, uh, I guess an E flat, an E flat is the same as a D sharp. They're the same note. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so you're so so you basically could be E flat. It's D sharp. You know, E flat's the same note. That was a terrible joke. It is Man. a terrible joke, and and I used to be in band in high school, so I'm very familiar with terrible nerdy band jokes. But yeah, you know <laughs> what, man? You just put regular because he plays the violin. Doesn't sound like he could fight. You just put that dude in a headlock and just tell him, like, yeah. look, you're minor D-sharp, I'm major D-sharp. Don't get it twisted. Hey, hey, bro, from this day on, you're changing your name. I don't care what you use. <laughs> yeah, there you go. violin, little fiddle, little yeah, fiddle now. There you go. Yeah, viola. <laughs> we just call you viola. Viola. <laughs> viola. Shit, he, he, there's, all kind of other, there's all kind of other, he could be F-sharp, C-sharp, he could be whatever sharp you want. Yeah. It just doesn't have to be D-sharp. So what happens? I know it, man. So what so now I'm, with I'm, I'm so now I'm using the name that that they used to call me sharpshooter anyway in the streets. Mm-hmm. So 
D- oh, I was using D sharp before that, so sharp shooter. Sharp now. shooter. Sharp that's, shooter, a, shooter. I, that's a motherfucking plaque right there. <laughs> sharp shooter. Like I got a couple homies named Trigger. Right. You know, and I we got had, I actually got a homie named Shooter. Right. You know, and those yeah. are uh, those are some cold names. The sharpshooters, like. Even if I run away from this fool, he still might pick me off. No, dude, listen. Yeah, I, man. I know enough. <laughs> I've been on the show long enough now. I know I probably don't even need to ask, like, how do you get a name like Sharpshooter? Like, how does that come about? Uh, you could use your imagination. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I was, I was the guy. Yeah, man. I was I was a little angry in my 20s, man. I was an angry dude. So. Of course, man. I didn't, you fucking and had, I had a yeah. football career ahead of you and everybody fucking turned their back on some small shit. You were like, yeah. you know what? Let me show you. You got mad because I small, sold a little weed? Let me show you what I could really do. I'm going to come up. Feel- yeah, I'm going to come <laughs> up in this fucking <laughs> Rocky Mountain, bitches, with a bunch of fucking stuff, and I'm going to sell that. Not only to this crazy old white bro, but I'm going to sell it to some of these fucking longhorn sheep or ramhorn sheep that you got running around here in the Rocky Mountain. I'm going to sell it to everybody in here. Hey, so you get so what's going on with you now? So you're you're out, you pass on, you know, taking up some dope. Yeah. <sighs> so and I, you start I, like uh, are you are you trying to work and you jump back in, you start revisiting music? You yeah, start, so I, mm-hmm. I actually right before I before I before I fell, I I connected with a guy down in Tennessee who was uh who was the drummer for a band, 80s band called Giant. They had mm-hmm. they had a couple big hits. They had a, a, an album that went platinum, all that stuff. So so he was doing he was producing and doing a bunch of stuff. And I, I hooked up with him, went and had him uh, master some of my music, and he heard my music and loved it. So he was uh he had a friend, a good friend of his that was um I can't remember what what his job title was, but he had, he had the the ability to sign people, to sign mm-hmm. artists. So mm-hmm. talk to him. Um, they were working on putting a deal together to sign me as an artist. Mm-hmm. And then I went to prison. Mm-hmm. So they stayed in touch with me the whole time I was in prison. Crazy. Right. They kept writing me, writing me, man. They, they even sent me a set of contracts while I was in there. I'm like, I can't, man, I'm locked up. I can't sign this stuff. I, like legally they say when you're, when you're, uh, you're considered property of the state until you right. get off paper. Of course, of course. So they say you are not allowed to enter into any contracts. Period. <laughs> you're you're ours. That which goes back to that Amendment Thirteen. Right. You're a property of the state. You believe that? No one thinks about it, but because you you broke the law, you're locked up. You're now property of the state. You get to work for sixty cents a day. Yeah, but but now it makes sense. Then it's like uh, I mean, excuse me, Major D Sharp. Now it makes sense because. <laughs> Because you can see now why Clinton, you know, and all of them, the crack thing uh, got mm-hmm. blown up bigger and scarier boogeyman than you think. Then they put in yeah. all, and a lot of states put in all those strike laws. And then they made uh, bigger penalties for people selling crack cocaine, even though chemically your body doesn't know the difference between powder and crack cocaine. And then they finally right. can admit that now that it's all over. But at the time, it was like, oh, you know, that crack rock's turning everybody into a werewolf. And then, yeah. and then you get all that time. And like you said, 
you know, part of it is that some private companies get paid to house you and do all that shit. And the other part of it is, is that the state is going to make money. I think it's going to pay you 60 cents to fucking sit there and milk a cow or whatever the fuck it is. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. So you make, Great. so you can see how some egghead, some person in a suit in the front office was looking mm-hmm. at the constitution and was looking at the amendments and thinking about how to work around it. Oh yeah. Right. And they, and they did it, man. Yeah. It makes you wonder like when they made the movies like Scarface and all these other ones that kind of glamorized it made it seem like, you know, you could just very easily sell drugs and get real rich. And then you put out a lot of entertainment in that regard, how young people yeah. who aren't seasoned yet, start buying into that, and then they very easily get caught up into the prison system, and next thing you know, you're working for Uncle Sam. Right. It's crazy, man. Um, and I never I never expected to to be in that position. I was very careful about it, but still ended up in that position. But what, what uh, after being in it and seeing it, and I knew a little bit about it, but after going through it and getting to experience it, man, I was disgusted of what it is and getting to see what it is. Even community corrections and all that stuff is, a put it this way, there's no correcting going on in corrections. It's right. just people getting rich. There's only people getting rich. That's it. We're, right. uh, I think in Colorado now, it's $50,000 a head right now for each person uh-huh. in prison. The state gets 50 racks, man, for each person that's locked up. And like I said, the budget for Colorado for 2020 was set at just under $1 billion. Now, now that, so prison is, prison is, is, a is a reactive system, right? Yeah. Let's do something after the fact that right. they did something wrong. So why not? My thinking is let's cut that in half, cut that billion in half, take half, take that uh, 500 million and let's be proactive on the front end and make sure no one goes to prison in the first place. But then we do that, you know, cut a lot of people out of money. So um, this new governor in Colorado, um, he's really big on prison reform. Mm. So so he's holding everyone who's in charge right now accountable for what they're doing. He's like, you guys don't reduce this recidivism rate. You're all going to be looking for jobs. So um you know, let me rewind a little bit. What got me into, so I, I said I, I had a partner when I got to Camp George West that started reading the Bible and 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 um, really, really getting getting my faith walk right and all of that. And so when I got out, I didn't expect it. I was already doing the music, got out. I had my own uh, recording equipment, my own studio equipment when I got out that I had before I went in and um, continued to make music put some music out, started getting invited to perform here, perform there, do this, that. And then um, I started putting my own events together. And then, so the whole idea of Heat Inc., which uh, is the nonprofit that I started, uh, stands for Healing, Edifying, Affirming, Teaching, Heat Inc. Um, I love it. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're focusing on at-risk youth and young adults to keep them out of the system, man. So, um it's it's faith based. It's faith based, but the but it's not like corny bubble gum. Well, I, I, praise the Lord, brother! How, hallelujah! Praise man! I talk to people the same way we talk. I go. I'm I'm gonna go to the man. We do events in anywhere, wherever we get sent to clubs, right. clubs bars, in the prison. I connected with uh, prison fellowship, right, and 
this this is even more crazy, man. I never expected any of this stuff to happen. Like it wasn't a plan; it just happened. Uh, man, they invited me to Washington D.C. to to be a uh, April. I don't know if if you guys know April is Second Chance Month. Um, Trump signed April as being Second Chance Month, meaning people who people who get out of prison and done and did their time. Um, let's recognize giving them a, an actual chance instead of keeping that stigma on them and saying, oh, you're an ex-con. Right. Well, no, I, I went and did the time you told me to do. I did my six years. I did the three years and I did less than three years in the joint. But then I got out and did my parole with no hiccup and I'm done. Right. But, but I was man, you wouldn't believe I went and tried to get insurance for my car insurance. They pulled my my record up and they were like, oh, we can't insure you. Why not? where you have these drug charges. I'm like, how would you be able to find my drug charges when you're looking at my driving record? Man, those people, those people in Buena Vista hated me so bad that they made it a point to put all of that information on my driving record. That's just crazy though, because it's like, what's that got (laughs) to do with whether or not I can drive? In fact, it should prove that I drive really well. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like a champ. Right. Yes. So I I had to beg a lady, man, after going to eight, nine different places, they all told me the same thing. I couldn't even get insurance to drive. I told the lady, look, here's my situation. Here's what happened to me. And these people did this purposefully because they couldn't stand me. Um, Oh, I forgot to tell you, the way I got connected in Buena Vista was through my my oldest son's mom. Her parents lived there. They're cops. Uh, Mom's a cop. Mom's a cop. The dad is a, the dad, it's her stepdad. The dad, he's a, he's a CO. He's a correctional officer uh, in Buena yeah, Vista. That's a special breed right there. Oh, yeah. So, so they couldn't stand me in the first place. Once I got jammed up, they were like, oh, yeah, let's, let's run him through the ringer. Put that on his, put that on his driving record. Let's make sure he can't drive. They won't give him insurance. Let's do whatever we can to mess this guy up. Just so. goes to show you gotta be careful. Uh, you know which which lake you're fishing in. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta be That's careful. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. So, um, you ever listen to? Uh, you ever meet or listen to Eric Thomas, uh, the motivational speaker? Et the hip hop preacher man, that dude is fucking bad. Oh, what about Inky Johnson? You ever listen to Inky Johnson? He's a football oh. guy. Ah, oh, you gotta check these dudes out, down, bro. Dude, you so, so tell me the first. Tell me the first okay. guy's name. I'm writing it down. All right, Et the hip hop preacher, also known as Doctor Douglas Eric Thomas. This guy is gonna. You go right now and listen to him. He's gonna blow your your mind. He okay. is a motivational dude, and uh, he's African American, but. He talks about how he um, he talks about how he motivates himself. He has a he has a faith aspect to him, but it's not the predominant part of what he does. But he goes yeah. about and he goes and shows how he got his PhD and how long it took him and how how to uh, really rise up to a level of excellence and blah blah blah. And eventually, wow. he's meeting with Warren Buffett. And he's explaining oh, wow. to people in his community or who speak his language the difference between, you know, being somebody like Warren Buffett who's just wearing a J.C. Penny suit. But that's probably because he's such a big fish. He doesn't need to wear it. And he's like, you know how I know someone's yeah. broke? Well, if I see a, a gold necklace. When I see gold necklace uh-huh. now, I know you're broke. Because yep. real rich people, they ain't wearing. And then uh, Inky Johnson, I thought you might be interested in this because Inky Johnson. Johnson is a guy who was a football player. And you, man, you got his story's powerful. 
Really? He, his mom was, they, they were real broke. And they, they lived in a place where he said he, he would have to shake the rats and the roaches out of his clothes before he got on the bus to go to school, Inky Johnson. Wow. And he said that he wow. wanted to get out of his situation, right? So he started practicing for football, and he was small. He was small. Uh-huh. And he had everything against him, and his mom worked at Taco Bell. Okay? And she would come and pick him up after practice. And he would stay after everyone left and do a two-hour more extra workout. And his mom would sit. She was tired from working. She put the headlights on for him so he could see. And he would work out wow. and blah, blah, blah. Right? And he makes wow. it all the way into college ball. Okay? Mm-hmm. Makes it all the way to college ball. And he's going to get called up for the major. And they tell him. They go, look, you've done it. You've already done it. Now you just need to know which team you're going to go to. There's nothing more to do than that. He finally had achieved the dream, and he called up his mom, and he called up his grandma and said, you know what? We're going to fucking, no more, you know, Christmases without presents. I'm buying a house. We're finally, I'm going to be a millionaire. It's all going to work out. And then the game after that, he got injured. Oh, man. I'm not even going to say anything after this. I'm just going to say, leave it there. But that guy became a motivational speaker, too. And about oh, what yeah. it means to have a real setback in your life. A real one. Yeah. And Inky yeah. was Inky was he was like really bitter because he didn't do anything wrong. He never cheated. He did everything right. He worked wow. out, he worked hard, he didn't take any shortcuts. And he was if anybody was entitled to something, he was, but he had to learn the hard way that in this life, you, just because you do all the right things doesn't mean you're gonna get what you think you're gonna get. That's right, man. That's, tough. That's a fact. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I. So anyway, I don't even know why I started talking to you about that, but I'm like those two dudes. Good, I feel man. like you would be, you'd be down for that. Listen, uh, my wife is gonna fucking beat the shit out of me pretty soon if I don't get home. So I'm gonna t- say one more time. Uh, first of all, thank you very much, uh, for thank doing you. the show, Dennis. And then tell us again, how can our listeners go listen to your music? Where do they go? And, and and anything else you got coming up that's good in your life that we need to know about? So um, all of the digital platforms where wherever you find music, you can find my music. And we've got some new stuff coming up. So iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. We've got got music there. Um, social media website. I had to tear it down, and I'm in the process of getting it built back because it was it was dated. So. And then the guy that I was using that was taking care of it was not doing his job, so he had to get the axe. And what so name? Got, what name are they looking for when they go onto these different digital platforms? What should they search for? Uh, it's D, yeah, D sharp. If you put in D, it has D pound sign. Right. Sharp. Right. So that's the difference between mine and the, the other guy is just D sharp. He just has he spells it just like that. But D pound sign sharp. Um, all, uh, D and I've got some music under the new name. It's D Sharpshooter, which is then gonna it's gonna I'm gonna drop the D altogether and just gonna be Sharpshooter. Right. If and I, so people if it, people it, don't understand the D with the pound sign in music notation, pound sign means sharp. That's why he's saying yes. D Sharp. It's the pound sign. Uh, yes, and then sir. tell me what just and then I'm gonna play us out on. Uh, tell me what is Blood Dripper? What is the uh, Blood Dripper? I don't know how to. I, oh yeah. Every time dripper, I try yeah. to <laughs> sound, say stuff like "dripper," gay, I always sound lame. But like "blood dripper," uh, <laughs> what t- t- talk us? What is that about? And and what was the inspiration for that song? 
So I'm do this is a song I do with a, a an art another artist that I work with. Uh his, he goes by Brother One. Um he's down in Pueblo, Colorado, but this how is actually that, a song I do from you. Uh, about a, almost two hours, two hours from Denver. Okay. Yeah, two hours south of Denver. So it's close to, it's actually close to, pretty close to New Mexico. Mm. Like you could be in New Mexico and from Pueblo, you could be in New Mexico. I that, think like it's, so, it's so close. They didn't even bother to write it in English. They were like, yeah, we'll just keep it yeah. Pueblo. You'll keep it Pueblo, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so Blood Dripper, what is it about? What's the inspiration? So, yeah, the inspiration, it's about, uh, it's about Christ. So, but it's, ba it's still talking about, uh, I always, I always go back to my, my background and in order to, to help people understand, look at no matter what, no matter what you've been through, you know, you can still be good. You can still do well. You still got a future ahead of you. So, um, I'm talking about my past and then talking about my faith, my partner, he just jumped straight into faith. Cause he's a, he's actually a youth pastor. He's a, he used to be a meth addict. This dude got a, Good, real good story. Gang banging, meth addict, and man, now he's a youth pastor at a church down in Pueblo. Who would have ever thought? Right. I would have never thought. But right. Yeah. So he's he's talking about so the blood the blood dripper is actually Christ. That's who. It's that just makes another, sense because because when they put him up on a tree, he was dripping blood from the fucking pounding the stakes right. in his arms and legs. That's right. Yeah. So that's that's the, the motivation behind that. How did you? How exactly did you get pulled into the the work with? Uh, with uh with working back with with youth and getting back into the, the how did that get how do you get introduced to that it's amazing get out of prison and they just go yeah. on with getting their money doing what they got to do but what pulled you back into, into it's amazing mm -hmm. i i uh from meeting one person to the next so it started off we were doing doing music setting up events and then i met uh I met a guy who's a part of um, in in Denver, the city of Denver. The mayor started this thing called Grid. It's called the the Gang Reduction Initiative of Denver. Gang Reduction Initiative of Denver Grid, and it's a it's a handful of people that they get a caseload of youth that are already in trouble, that are aren't that are they know for sure are involved in gangs already, mm -hmm. and it's their job to to follow these guys and and knock them into place, make sure that the you, you're, you're putting some positive aspect into their life and they get paid to do that so um he's now a good friend of mine his name is joe aragon um, he's getting ready to take that program over and um he heard my music and was like man i do they, they allow me to go into the schools and i want you to come with me so they can hear your music and yeah yeah from there from that point it turned into just more and more of it more and more of it and then turned into what it is today and i it was completely unexpected for me Damn, are you, uh, how long you been out now? Oh, man, it's been, geez, 13 years. 13 years, and, and you got no. kids, man, huh? You got kids Yeah. Now, yeah. You're, you're married. married. How old are your kids? So, like I said, I had one already when I went in. He's 21. Then my next, my, I have a daughter who's nine. Mm -hmm. I have another who's six, and I have another son who's five. How's your 21-year-old? I'm sorry? How's your 21-year-old? What was that? Your 21-year-old. Oh, he's good, man. He's a, he's, he's hard-headed. Yeah, he's hard-headed guy. So he ended up, he got into some trouble too, but he's he a, he's working on getting it together right now. Yeah, he's a, 
yeah he's got his own place he lives in he lives in denver so i live just north of denver um it's called north Glen, but it's basically denver they call it it's a little tiny spot north in north denver called north Glen. um so yeah my my son he lives close to downtown denver and yeah he's he's been doing all right he's been doing all right the past year here so he got in a little bit of trouble and got locked up for for a couple years in his his, when he was a teenager right yeah i got i got a son i got a 25 year old or 26 year old son that he can get locked up but Uh, you gotta he's trying to you know he's he's straightening himself out he's had a he's had a run at this thing you know and uh yeah you know i think uh the way the way we lead and the way we live and you got younger kids as well um yeah is a big testimony to our kids man i think it's uh yeah you know, for sure see their fathers uh really be um really be consistent you know what i'm saying not back and forth absolutely consistent in something you know i've yeah i've had to learn that's... that the hard way dog i've had to learn that yeah you know? that's the best way to put it right there consistency is for kids is super important yeah i think consistency for everything for all of us you know for all of yes for all of us always says you know consistency is the game bro consistency is the game and yes sir and man it 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 sounds like you've been consistent in in many ways man how share with us with the listeners you know how can they stay up on your music give us your instagram website like Give me the whole deal, man, and and uh, okay, so we can have our guy. You know, whoever's listening right now, we want to get them to be able to follow you and check you out, man, because your music's incredible. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So my my, uh, you know, everyone asks me my what's your what's your how can I find you on Instagram? I'm like, oh, what did I even put my Instagram under, man? And I've been on here for a long time, so it's under. I don't have it under D Sharp. I have it under my my name, Dennis Avila. Okay. So it's it's D sharp. It's actually D sharp three six. D sharp three six. I take that back. Okay. So D sharp three six uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on uh, on Facebook. So we have a we have a, a heat ink page on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So if you just look up heat heat ink on Facebook, heat we'll ink. pop up right away because there's okay. not. I don't think there's any. There's no one else using that. So, um, but. I'm under my my regular name Dennis Avila A V I L A, but then I also have a D sharp, a D sharp page, as well, mm-hmm. and I think that's I thought I had one more. Oh, so the song hitters that you heard, mm-hmm. I'm working with another artist who goes by Joe Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another page called Barsky and Clutch, Barsky, Barsky and Clutch and Clutch. Okay. Barsky and Clutch. Look that up. So we have a we have a project that was supposed to come out before now, but we're working on getting it out right now, which is it's it's really good. So that hit a song is off of the Barsky and Clutch project. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on that with him still to to try and push it through and get it out. Um, I'm on Twitter as well under my same name, uh, Dennis Avila. Okay. And. Once I get the website up and running, it will be it will be heatink.com. Okay. So heat I still have the I still have that domain name. I'm going to use the same domain name. Hell yeah, heatink.com. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, brother, um, when uh, when your show goes up on the post, I'm going to have all this information. So listeners, you'll be able to hit these links, find these places to go. 
um, to check out my boy. Uh, man, dude, awesome. I'm just glad, man. I'm glad you landed on your feet on the other side, and I'm glad that you're you put your 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 you're helping you're helping your community. You're making great music. You're a family man. It's like it's good to hear, yeah. man. And uh, thank you. I'm gonna stay up on your music, man. You got to keep us posted. Play a little bit of your Absolutely. tunes every now and then on our on our yeah. podcast, man. In any way that we can continue to support and help you. Uh, and when you're in town in L.A., you're gonna have to drop by and see us over here podcast yes sir for absolutely. sure for yeah. sure do a little listen yeah i'll send you i'll send you guys some some uh some more music too i gotta i have a lot of stuff that's not uh that ain't out there that that anyone can get so uh, i'll send you guys the, some give more us stuff. the premium shit yeah man. give us the premium that, um, yeah shit. yeah yes, sir <laughs> yeah. give you that shine we call it the shiny shine oh, yeah, <laughs> shiny, yeah. shiny shine Listen, man, <laughs> this was a pleasure, man. A pleasure, pleasure getting to hear you. Pleasure was all mine. Story, Thank man. you, man. I'm telling yeah. you, bro. Thank and you. Uh, just I had a good time, man. I had a good time hanging out with y'all. Yeah, brother. I I look forward to you, you getting out. And if I if either one of us end up in Colorado, we we're know gonna who, be, we're gonna be coming to yes. hang out with you, dog. Right, we know who's refrigerator we can get a snack out of. Yeah, we're coming yes, to hang sir. out with yes, you. Sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, please, please do. Excellent, man. But listen, my house brother. is your house. Thank my you, house brother. Is your house. Same here. Yes. Same, Same here. here. I can't. Yeah, I look Shit. forward to you coming out, man. And uh, listen, I'll tell Brett that we we got it on. I'm going to turn him onto the show. We'll give him a, a shout out as well. And and listen, man, right. have a have a have an excellent afternoon and uh, happy Memorial you. Weekend, right? Happy Memorial yes, weekend. yes. What do we say about this time, Steve? Uh, we're going to say adios, amigos. And from the Hard Luck Show.